Welcome to Embrace the Musica, where we're going to dig into the raw, vulnerable, tough, and beautiful pieces of this journey called life. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru, and we met salsa dancing 10 years ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two lovely tricultural kids. We speak more Spanish than English in our home and do a lot of salsa dancing in the kitchen. Embrace la Musica is going to be a place where we talk about what it's like being married to someone from a completely different culture, living in a place that neither of us grew up in, being a working mom, constantly fighting or accepting cultural norms, and all the things that keep us afloat, which includes a lot of heart and humility. So let's embrace the Musica today. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Embrace the Musica. I am so excited about our episode today as I invited one of my besties to join me on the podcast today. Jennifer Legra is an author, she's a video editor, she has her own side business, she makes logos, she does all the things. She's also a wonderful mom and just keeps us all laughing as she includes us in her community and is very active on social media sharing about life abroad and what it's really like. Jen is that friend that I know um, I call when I need a good laugh, when I need some encouragement, when I just need to vent about something and help. And she helps me just shake off all the things. She's also my go-to friend if we want to go have a glass of white wine with ice as we both share that love for white wine. So Jen, thank you so much for being our guest today. Could you tell us a little bit about your expat journey and what brought you to Mexico? Sure. So. Um the very short story of it because the span of it takes about like 10 months but the year just before we were going to move abroad um my husband and i were both teachers we were kind of just getting sick of the day-to-day life in new jersey as teachers um he had gotten laid off which was very unexpected and so we're like well this is like perfect timing to do this kind of crazy thing that we've talked about for a bunch of years. So we started filing our paperwork to one of the programs that helps place you abroad uh, just to see what happened. And then everything from there happened really quickly. That was December of 2010. And then by February of 2011, so two months later, we had accepted a job in the Dominican Republic. We found out we were having a baby. Um, and we got engaged. So that was February. In May, we had our engagement party. In July, we moved. No, I'm sorry. July, we got married. August, we moved. October, we had a baby. So, my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, all the big things that happen in, in your life for the most part, we did in about 10 months. Um, and yeah, so we were in San Domingo, Dominican Republic for six years, and both of our kids were born there. Um, and just, you know, that whole phase of our life was really big and happened there. And then we kind of were ready for the next phase. And we, um, again, went back to one of the search companies to help us find our next placement. And, uh, Guadalajara, Mexico was kind of what opened up and we felt like it was, we felt like it was a good move. We were really sad to leave DR, but it seemed like the community at this next school was pretty similar. It was a Spanish-speaking country, which we had 
really high up on our wish list of places just to continue the kids speaking Spanish. It was still close to New Jersey and close to the States. So it kind of checked off a lot of the bubbles. And so, yeah, and now we're here. Well, I know I am one of many people who are so glad that you are here. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your family, about your kids? I mean, they have grown up abroad now. So tell us a little bit more about that family dynamic. Yep. So our daughter, uh, Rafaela, is eight and our son, Santiago, is seven. They are 18 months apart. Um, they are... I mean, I think any parent would say their kids are some, you know, somewhat of a handful, but they're, you know, they're that, but they're, they're, they're really excellent, especially this whole um, sort of time under quarantine. I've just been sort of shocked how, like, go with the flow they are. Um, we'll see, like, still some kids playing outside and they don't complain about it. They're not super upset about it. They're not whining, like, why they can't be outside. Um, they've thrown some pretty epic <laughs> house parties since we've been stuck inside. Um, they're really creative and fun. And, you know, as much as we, as much as I think moms jokingly complain about their kids, they are, they're, they're super fun and, um, and just, they're, they're a good time to be around. And they're, I feel like they're, and maybe I'm wrong, don't. <laughs> but like I think that there's those kinds of kids too that just they're easy around adults like I almost think that they are more comfortable around adults than um, their peers sometimes and and I do think a lot of it is just we always have a lot of our expat friends around and you know we do a lot of things with our community because our family and stuff is around um that they've just kind of grown up at barbecues and parties and hanging out and, you know, surrounded by a, a, by a bunch of different people. And and I think it's just made them really adaptable, too. Like, they're, they're quite easygoing, even though sometimes, you know, they have their share of tantrums. They're, uh, they're quite easygoing. And then, oh, I guess I should talk about Mike. <laughs> and my husband, Mike, uh, we've been married for... No, no, we've been together for 13 years and we're going on our ninth wedding anniversary. No, oh, wow, you guys had such an exciting year in 2011 and I love that you're coming up on your ninth anniversary. Congratulations. Speaking of that, if I'm not mistaken, didn't I just see that your kids threw you some sort of anniversary party on your Instagram stories? <laughs> We, we, yes, um, our daughter threw us a, a wedding, um, but it wasn't even our wedding anniversaries in July and our like first date anniversaries in March. But she was like, I don't know when you guys got married or anything, so I'm just going to do it today. And so she's like standing next to my bed like a creeper when I woke up. Um, and she had like the whole thing. She had a, like a dress picked out. She had little did I know she had clothes for Mike picked out, um, and she had this whole setup and with room with flowers. And she made me a bouquet, and it was intense. It was like it was real. <laughs> she was all dressed up. <laughs> I know. I saw all the videos and the photos on Instagram. I absolutely loved it. 
And I think that's just a prime example and goes to show that you guys really are embracing this time at home as a family and just making the most of every moment. And so before you get into talking about your blog and social media and all, all of your writing, can you tell us a little bit um, about your career change when you decided to leave the classroom and start writing instead? <laughs> um, it's funny because the other day I was I finished working on a video project for a friend of a friend and Mike says to me well I guess like add that to one more thing that <laughs> that you're now doing on top of being a writer and doing copywriting and freelancing and editing and logo design and um, it's kind of like the ongoing joke here that I, I do like all these creative things, um, but I guess going back to, I, I was a teacher for a, a bunch of years in New Jersey, and then I had, there was always part of me that wanted to be a writer, and being an English teacher, there are people who do it, and I'm sure they do it well, but like being an English teacher and coming home and grading essays for middle school, <laughs> Um, and correcting grammar and talking about ideas and all of that. Like the last thing I wanted to do whenever I got home every day was take out a laptop and do my own writing. Um, and so there was this one Christmas, we had a, a couple of weeks off. It's a long break. And I went to like a local library every day and was just writing and writing. And I would be there for hours. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, why don't you ever do this? I was like, well, because I'm a teacher. <laughs> just like, I don't have time. Like, what teacher has time to do anything that they want to do? Um, and so, again, this I think that was actually the that was actually the December right before we made the decision. Um, you know, it was I was starting to get really stressed out at my job. They were really micromanaging every detail. Um, and I would come home sometimes just like crying or sobbing and my... Um, like just lots of anxiety going to work, I was having panic attacks. And then we found out I was pregnant. And uh, you know, once once that all started, we found out we were gonna have a baby and we were thinking about moving abroad. Mike had just kind of come up with the idea of like, why don't we find a place where we could afford for you to stay home and like you're you know, you're gonna have a baby anyway. You'll have like that time at home and then you'll have that time to dedicate to to writing and figuring out, you know, what you want to do kind of with going down that avenue. And so DR was just a perfect fit for that, um, where we could afford for for me to stay home. And then he continued as a classroom teacher. And then from there, it kind of all just like, I mean, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about blogging. I didn't know, I was always a writer, but I feel like even that, like my my writing has grown so much in the last decade almost that I've been doing this but you know I knew nothing like I didn't know anything about WordPress I started out with blogger and then immediately like kind of figured out that for what I wanted to do I'd need to switch and you know pretty self-taught like taught myself everything uh, regarding blogging and stuff and then from there I think other things just kind of pop up right like when you start blogging you're like well maybe I should start a podcast and so you teach yourself how to podcast and all the, thing that, the things that come with that. And then I would start doing some video stuff. And I was like, well, maybe I should get better at this video editing thing. And 
through, you know, all of those things, um, design kind of became a bigger part because then I would design, I designed my logo for drinking the whole bottle or then I design just different things that were going into the blog. And so everything, you know, kind of came out of that one small part of learning how to blog and just sort of grew from there. And then, you know, I think the creativity just sort of grew and and spread out and with small kids you kind of got to figure out how to piece together these small moments and these small chunks of time um, and I've seen that a lot especially right now with you know me having the more flexible job between Mike and I um, I'm the one that's with them like homeschooling them all day and I don't have time to write anything right like I, I just don't have the mindset for it because it requires sitting and focusing for at, for me at least a couple of hours and I don't have that because the kids are constantly asking for a granola bar or gummies or lunch or help with something or um and so yeah and so I've been you know I kind of gave up the idea that I was going to be doing a lot of writing right now and just um you know, I, I decided like, I'll just do what I can maybe through Instagram. It's like an easier, smaller chunks of content that I could put out there. And then video editing too is just like something I could, I could start something and walk away. And it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't mess with my, um, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't mess with the quality of what I'm doing because it's not something that like I've lost my train of thought like I, I would for writing and now what the heck was I writing again like with video editing it's just like I could put it on pause and make them lunch and come back and I'm still where I was and so um you know I think all of having kids and starting a blog and moving abroad like all of it has just if I really take a look at it brought me to where I am to where I am with doing all the things that I'm doing right like one thing has connected to another that's led to something else that's become you know, what what it is now, so. And you kind of already touched on this a little bit about how you're finding balance right now. And I, I think it's great advice for all of us as we're all living these chaotic and crazy times right now. But can you just tell us a little bit, um, what are some of those strategies or ways that you are finding balance amid the chaos right now? Um, pretty... Uh pretty well and I feel like I hate saying that because I don't want to seem like and I'm like everything's great because obviously like you know we have our bad days and I definitely have bad moments I'm not a super patient person I definitely yell a lot <laughs> um but I think and, and and this started earlier in the year when Mike took on a different role at school I just I stressed myself out and so I kind of had told myself in the beginning of the school year that I really just wanted to, you know, focus on on our family life and taking care of the kids. And then everything else that I was able to do was just extra. And that would be great instead of, you know, kind of putting all this pressure on myself to get everything done. And so I think when when this happened, I feel like my my mindset for the year was already in shift mode. Like I was already being um 
you know, you do what you can do and sort of be proud of what you can do. And then everything else is the cherry on top or the whipped cream or whatever Sunday metaphor you want to put into it. This or, you know, I mean, every, everything else that happens after this is going to happen. But for the time being, I think making sure that our heart and our mind is in the right place is the most important part. So I try my best to like make the best of the situation and give myself a little more leeway to not get so much writing during the day done because I'm focusing on really helping the kids through this and helping Mike to continue working from home because he really he needs to get that stuff done and my all of my flexible jobs are just that like they're flexible and I could do them later on oh I'm sorry I was just gonna say so thinking about your flexible jobs and your writing and all of the different things that I know you're involved in, as you mentioned, some of the graphic design stuff or the video stuff. Um, thinking about other people, because I know we have a lot of friends who are just starting out, maybe living abroad, or they're, I know we have a friend in common who she's just started her blog um, and she's trying to figure out all of these things as she's doing that. Um, what kind of kind of advice do you have for maybe other aspiring writers or bloggers or people who are working on a side gig or I don't know you just have so many different passions and I love that about you Jen so what kind of advice would you give other women I I think it's going back to what I was saying before like I think it was just out of necessity um when I first started as a as a blogger like I didn't have money slash still don't have money necessarily to put out to hire somebody to design my website. And so I had to figure it out myself. Um, Same thing, you know, with like the logo or any design work that I've done on the blog or with, you know, video editing. Like I, my options where I could pay somebody else to do it or I could learn to do it myself. And so that's been pretty much the route that I've always taken is just figuring it out myself and learning how to do it and then, you know, filing that away into like another skill set that I have. And I think it's been really helpful. And just to kind of go back a really quick second, growing up, my mom was always somebody, she would always say, get whatever title you can or degree or certification or do all the things that you can do because you just never know, right? You never know when you're going to need something. And I think that probably subconsciously sticks with me a lot is that all of these things that I've taught myself to do and that I've learned to do, I now can use to to make an additional income from it. So I've been doing more video editing work and that's been really lucrative this past month. But if I can't do that, then maybe I'll go, you know, I'll I'll focus on my freelance copywriting and try to make money from there or doing some design work for logos or websites. Um, It's just kind of piecing it all together. And and I do think that when you're starting your own business or when you're working freelance, that is what it is for a really long time. Like you just have to figure out the next thing that's going to make you some money to last to the next month so that you could continue doing what you want to do or building what you want to build. Um, and it's it's hard, like the hustle is hard and sometimes it feels really defeating. Um, but it is just a mindset of like to keep going and that everybody 
in the history of building something has faced defeat and failure and feeling like they're not enough and wondering when their moment's going to come. But it is just a, it is just a keep going game, I guess. And I, I think I, I've probably done this long enough now that I feel like I know that, you know, like I know that if I keep going, something else will come from it. And I, I think that's how I keep positive with it because it is easy to defeat yourself, right? Like forget the other people who are saying whatever they're saying or talking their nonsense about whatever you're doing because I've had my share of that as well. Um, it really is like this is as hard as it is sometimes. This is the life that I want to be leading. And I'm fortunate that I have a husband who supports that and who for the most part can like be the financial side of our family. And so anything that I make is extra and gravy. Um, but if I really take a step back and look at what I'm doing in the life that I'm living, it's exactly what I want. And so the times that are defeating and that just kind of suck, um, you know, I think that it gets me, it gets me through. I think that's such an important reminder for all of us, right? Cause it's easy to feel down or like, we're not where we want to be exactly yet. Or like we have, we always have goals. Right. And I think it's important to remember to look around and really enjoy what you do have. Um, and one of the things I admire about you a lot, Jen, is just your ability to bring community together, to have fun with life, to um, truly just embrace the spirit of your blog and drinking the whole bottle in that concept. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about the concept behind your blog and just sort of that metaphor for life that you always talk about and then also live out? Yeah, I think um, I owe a lot of my outlook for things to the blog, funny enough, which like, I mean, when I started it, I had no intention of really starting a blog, like quote unquote, a blog. It was just, we had moved abroad and I, it was a way for me to write about and tell my family like what we were doing in the Dominican Republic. And then um, when I, at first it was called something else entirely it was called like our oh my gosh what was it called it was called something oh like our buena vida which was fine for the time and but like very quickly i was like no i don't i just don't think that really encompasses what i want this blog to be and and the direction that i want it to go and so i started to actually look up quotes by paulo coelho who's like my favorite author and he wrote the alchemist which is one of my all-time favorite books and i've named my child <laughs> santiago partly after the character in the alchemist and so i started looking through his quotes and santi's middle name actually is also paulo so you know <laughs> um I love that man, but I started looking up quotes and one of the quotes that came up that he wrote in, I forget what book it was, maybe The Witch of Portobello, um, but he says, accept what life offers you. Um, some wines are meant to be sipped, some tasted, but with others drink the whole bottle. And I was like, oh my God, it was like this lightning bolt. And I was just like, that's it. Like it's, it's not just about 
you know, it's about tasting everything. It's it's about sipping things and tasting things and some things are gonna suck and some things are just about like embracing it all and just like taking the whole thing down and like really enjoying it. Um, and so it just, drinking the whole bottle just made immediate sense. It was just like a lightning bolt. Like I read it and I was like, oh my God, that's totally it. Like that's what, you know, and at that time in our lives too, we had just moved to Santo Domingo and it was, you know, stuff was crazy. Like my grandfather had passed away. My best friend of like over a decade had like broken up with me. Um, I was go, I had just had a baby. Like I was going through all the things and some of it was horrible and some of it was awesome. And it was just this really like culminating moment where I realized like, you know, some things it's okay to take a sip and like put it away. And then with other things, just like, you know, like fully enjoy it for what it is when you have it. Um, and then the more that I, you know, became invested in the blog and in writing and in drinking the whole bottle, the more I think I, I started to really live that and was just kind of like, you know, accept what life offers you. And some things are bitter, some things are super sweet. Um, but when you find like that perfect bottle just drink that whole <laughs> drink that whole thing down um and yeah i think that the blog has really just kind of paved the journey that i've been on ever since because i do try to celebrate all the things that i can and and find the joy in all of like the little moments and 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 realize that if you look around and you and you really look at all of the things that are happening there's usually more things to celebrate and enjoy than there aren't. And I mean, yeah, the blog has, drinking the whole bottle has just, um, it's given me my outlook, I guess. Like, I, I guess I never thought about it like that before until now, but like really I, I do think, I mean, there was a part of me that was always, I've always been, you know, a partying, hanging out, community, joyous person, but I think, really focus really focusing on that through the you know the the path that drinking the whole bottle has been um has has brought that out in a way that is like that's conscious is that the word like that's more that's directed right that i'm like no like it's about yes yes it's made it more intentional um than i think it would have been had i not started drinking the whole bottle because I started to look at life in a totally different way of, wow, like you really can celebrate everything. You really can make every moment like super fun and super joyous and bring community and, you know, like have other people come along for the ride and make them laugh and encourage it and, you know, encourage them. I, it's been, yeah, it's given me a lot. I love that little blog. <laughs> No, and I do too. So thinking about anybody who's listening today, where can people find you then? Um, what's your, because Instagram, you're drinking the whole bottle. Yeah. The website, yeah. Right? So the pretty blog. much um, Instagram, the website, Facebook, you could look up drinking the whole bottle and you'll find, and you'll find me there. So, um, and then the blog is drinkingthewholebottle.com. Uh, yeah, Facebook is whatever Facebook slash drink the whole bottle 
and Instagram is the same. My handle is drinking the whole bottle. Um, and you could, yeah, you'll find my face posted on all that stuff and, and husband and the kids because I like joke that literally our whole life is on <laughs> on show <laughs> for everyone. But luckily he doesn't mind and neither do the kids. Like I'll take a picture of them and they're like, post this onto Instagram. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's awesome because obviously you know that a lot of our life is also on all all the different mediums there. Um, so in one of the fun things here, just to kind of think as we're um, wrapping this up, one of the fun things in spirit with drinking the whole bottle is that one of the things that came off of that is that you and Mike, you make some fun cocktails. So I'm curious, Jen, what's been your favorite like quarantini or whatever sort of drink you're drinking these days? Tell us a little bit. His <laughs> favorite is always wine. And, <laughs> and that's just because it's easy and it's there and I don't, there's no ingredients that go into it. But um, but I always add ice, which I think and I think some people look down upon that. But I had read somewhere that the French put ice in their wine sometimes and they call it like a piscini for like a piscina, like a pool. And I'm like, see, I was way ahead of my time. Um so white wine with ice is a is a big favorite of mine. And then, um, yeah, I, I, cocktail wise, like I feel like right now that's just it's so difficult for me because sometimes you don't have all the ingredients. And I don't again, I'm trying to like not overwhelm myself. I'm trying to keep it like pretty simple. And so um, we might do like a rusa, which is a big favorite of mine. And I said to Mike the other day, actually, if I take nothing else from Mexico. And all I've and all I've learned from living here is how to make a rusa. Like I'll be super happy. Is one of the is one of the one of the recipes that we had made on the cocktail series, um, which is it's so easy because it's just a it's ice, a little dash of salt, like a whole lemon into a pint glass, and then you just pour the beer in, and it is just a summery delight. That is my word. <laughs> It is a delight. It's so good. Good. No, I love a good rusa too. And I, as I told you as we were chatting, I've been enjoying some tequila that you gave me for Christmas. It's been like a perfect little tequila squirt and lime, little Paloma. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Jen, for joining us today. And I don't know if there's anything else you want to share about whether it's your multi-passionate entrepreneurial journey, your... Um, love for life, whatever it is. I don't know if there's anything else that we missed. No, I think, I mean, we covered a lot of it. And I, I do think, especially in this time, it's just, and actually the, the blog post that I published today, like the first thing that I said was to just like celebrate it all. And I think right now that's just super important because it's really easy to get bogged down with like all the scary fear and all of the things that are happening and all the bad stuff and the news and everything that's coming out. And it's just like, you know, celebrating the little moments that you have or celebrating that for me, it's like I could be home with my kids and my husband and everybody's safe and nobody has to leave the house. And we're, and we're so fortunate. And I think so many of us are so fortunate, but we, we tend to focus on what we don't have, like that one thing we don't have when there's like 10 other things that we do. And I think right now that's how we're going to kind of get through this is really just focusing on 
what we have and how we can celebrate that. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice to finish this up. So thanks again, Jen, for being here. I'll be sure Thank sure to share you, Dom. all the links to your social and blog on the podcast episode. So thank you so much. So if you liked today's episode, please share with your friends, like, subscribe to this podcast so that we can keep learning together. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace the musica.